1: To McInnis, out of Stronger, over the Colorado out of line, on the left wing, to Campbell on the back end of Broberg, shoots, he scores! Oh, what a great play! Oh, baby, Chris Stronger. Voice of Ken Wilson calling another Chris Pronger goal. Welcome back into BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. What a night it was last night at Enterprise Center. Blues beating the Nashville Predators 5-3 to three, as T-Bone mentioned. And of course, Chris Pronger's number 44 up in the rafters uh, with all of the other names that have been retired by the St. Louis Blues. As we head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, we welcome in a former St. Louis Blues defenseman as he was in attendance for that Chris Pronger ceremony last night. He is Barrett Jackman. Jax, how are you today, bud? And how was that ceremony last night?
2: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, the ceremony was uh, was awesome. Uh, you know, it's cool to see uh, you know Al up there, kind of. Uh, you know, passing on the uh, the speech and the the great words to to somebody that uh, you know he got to mentor and you know one of the guys he got to mentor, but uh, such a dominant player for for so many years. That, uh, uh, it was fun just to be uh, you know sit in the background, uh, being able to watch. It. Jax, uh, could
1: could Pronger have done it any better than uh, than busting out a Bud Light at the end of his speech and taking a little toast to St. Louis?
2: yeah i was giving them uh, some trouble afterwards just saying that i uh, can't wait for that ab commercial to come out next week <laughs> and uh you know in collaboration with uh, well-inspired travel his uh, travel company
0: <laughs> jacks you mentioned al mckinnis and then of course last night the, the ceremony for chris pronger you got the luxury of playing with both of those guys early on in your career what, what was that like for a young barrett jackman to play with two future hall of famers
2: uh it, it was incredible uh you couldn't ask for two uh you know, better guys to, to teach the position and teach how you uh, conduct yourself as a, a professional, uh, how you show up to the rink every night to, uh, to, to play games and every day to, to practice and get better. Uh, those are two of the best. Uh, you know, I know Al passed on a lot of, uh, of his, you know, wisdom to prongs and and helped him mature and uh you know al and prongs both uh you know did that for me and uh they're both very willing to uh, uh instill some uh, some wisdom and some uh you know some some good habits and uh you know 18 year old coming out of British columbia and idolizing uh, you know al and and prongs for so long to to play with both of them was uh Uh, dream come
1: true jackson i'm just curious because i can only imagine i mean we hear all of the time how intense chris pronger was he wanted the best out of his entire teammates and that's why he was so successful in the nhl what was he like in the locker room throughout a season when a 21 22 year old enters the national hockey league
2: uh you said it he was intense uh you know, he didn't uh, didn't take anything uh, for granted, and, and he wouldn't let anybody else take, uh, you know, the work ethic or, or their approach to the game. Uh, uh, he was very demanding on everybody, but that's because uh, he wanted to win so bad. And he went out there and he put everything he had on the line, uh, his body, his, uh, uh, you know, his, his wisdom, his hockey sense. He put everything out there every night. And, uh, if the guy next to him wasn't willing to do that, uh, you know, he didn't really... Uh, have time for you and he let you know it that uh, uh, if you didn't pick it up that you can be left behind or, or shipped out
0: what, I'm, I'm curious jacks what did, what was the biggest lesson that you learned from him like you, you mentioned he taught you a lot about work ethic was there anything in particular maybe it was a drill maybe it was something fundamentally or uh, a tricks of the trade that a veteran knew that as a young player you weren't aware of what is there anything in particular that he left you with when you you were playing with him
2: why well, he would just do anything to win. Uh, he he didn't care about confrontation. He didn't care about uh, uh, going to battles. He, he just showed no respect for any uh, uh, opponent, no matter who it was. If it was uh, Steve Eiserman or Chris Chelios or uh, you know a rookie, he he played the same way against everybody. Uh, he was never an eye. He, he never uh, cut corners. And, uh, you know, I tried to do that too. You know, if you have to play dirty to, to win the puck battle, you do it. And, and Prongs was uh, was pretty good at that uh, aspect of the game as well.
1: So, Jax, I, I would imagine, and we've talked about this in the past, I mean, coming out of British Columbia, I'm not sure if you knew a whole lot about the city of St. Louis and the Blues as a hockey team, but w- but when you're young coming up through hockey, do you know a lot about individual players? Like, like are you, lo- are you looking at what Chris Pronger is doing and what Al McInnes is doing and thinking, oh, my gosh,
2: yeah, I was, uh, you know, just kind of my, uh, you know, geographical uh, reference was kind of between uh, uh, Calgary and Vancouver. And uh, the Oilers were big in the 80s when I was growing up. So uh, I watched those three teams a lot. So I got to watch Al play and, uh, and then kind of followed his career, uh, you know, to uh, to St. Louis, and, and loved watching him. And then obviously Pronger was one of the best, uh, you know, Canadian-born uh, defenseman to ever play the game. So uh, I loved watching him too. So yeah, I didn't know a lot about uh, the city of St. Louis, but just being able to get uh, a few games and you know the hockey news uh, growing up, uh, uh, reading that and all the articles about uh, how good the Blues were, it was uh, uh, it was pretty easy to track, uh, you know, some of the, the greatest players ever. Uh, ever play the game
0: Bear jackman is our guest for another couple of minutes wrapping up last night's chris pronger induction into the uh the blues number going up into the rap rafters jackman was on hand for that ceremony uh jacks I, I did want to ask you is it do you have a favorite chris pronger story whether it was on ice or off ice something that just it comes to the back of your mind's eye as you're thinking about that the time that you spent with prongs and being teammates together
2: Uh, You know, just just everything about him. Uh, You know, he he was he was fun to be around in the dressing room. He's you know he's demanding of the young guys, but he's also uh, a kid at heart. So uh, he liked to mess around. He he liked to have a good time. Uh, You know, he loved being part of the uh, the ribbing. And uh, but he he just always had a great presence. uh, You know, kind of bigger than life. Uh, you know, intense, but also uh, a little childish too. So, uh, just him being around the room and, uh, the way he interacted with the uh, reporters was awesome too. Uh, you know, there was no, uh, uh, no hiding his feelings, whether it was, uh, uh, you know, a, a really bad question or, uh, or a terrible question. He uh, he let people hear it.
1: Yeah, I'm very glad I didn't suffer from that. I didn't have to cover that, Jax, because I would have uh, I would have crumbled if Chris Pronger would have called me out on that one. Uh, y- you know what I am curious about too is when when you're playing with the Blues and you're in that locker room with him, Jax, for for the first five or six years of your career. What was that like when he left? Because, I mean, he was the voice of that locker room, and, and you guys growing up, and players talk about it all the time. You know, when a player moves on from free agency or, or a trade, it's the next man up mentality. But did that feel like a massive hole when Pronger was gone and when McKennis when was gone?
2: Yeah, those were, uh, you know, when you take out uh, half the minutes in the back end, uh, uh, it was pretty tough to uh, for anybody, you know, even uh, – you know, a, a, a you know barrage of six, seven, eight guys. Uh, you, you couldn't uh, really replace what those guys brought. Um, so it was tough uh, for a couple of years. I know, uh, you know, the trade for uh, for Eric Brewer, and you know, he kind of got the uh, uh, the Pronger Shanahan, uh, uh, you know, welcome in St. Louis. And uh, so it was hard for him to you know even come close to what uh, you know Prongs brought, but. So we try to do it as a as a group, and um, you know you see how good Prongs was. No matter where he went, he was going to the finals, and uh, he just made every team that much better. No matter what he had around him, he uh, he elevated everybody. So uh, it was tough, and we had you know the lean years after the lockout when he left, and um, you know we just tried (laughs) to build with character and uh, you know and uh, a little bit of skill, and but uh, you know the the teachings of, of Prongs and Al. Uh, you know, we're passed along and eventually uh, you know Blues uh, won a cup, but it took a long time. Yeah,
1: well, it was an awesome ceremony last night and I'm glad you were a part of it on the Ice Jacks. Thank you so much for taking some time out today, man. Uh, hope to catch up with you again real soon and uh, enjoy the rest of the week.
2: Yeah, absolutely, anytime. A financial plan
1: isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.